Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. 7 November. Purpose and our path forward. Faith in the process means believing that we are moving in the right direction, even if it's not where we thought we would be going. Living Clean, Chapter 1, Desperation to Passion On the day of our first NA meeting, we may have predictions about what our lives will look like without drugs, but what if our dreams don't come true? Desperation has forced us to strive for something new, But what will it be? We now have choices about how we live that we didn't have before. But how do we know which is the right path and if we're following our life's true purpose? If we don't have a whole lot of faith in the future, how can we get more? Whatever questions we have about finding our true purpose, the same crystal ball that didn't work when we were high doesn't when we're clean either. Thankfully, more is revealed as we stay clean. Through the steps, we discover our values and convictions. For many of us, that means our purpose radically shifts, or we find one at last. Recovery gives us a chance to revisit goals that addiction interfered with, or we start from scratch. Hope helps us to believe we are headed down the right path, and faith keeps our feet moving in that direction. We find purpose, or many purposes as time passes, in NA, in a career, in relationships, in our communities, on a mountaintop, in a foreign land, or in sitting still. We learn to serve others more than our egos, We practice self-acceptance and model it for newer members who think that being okay with themselves is unattainable. Many of us also have or regain and revitalize our faith in a God who has a plan for us that we can't predict, ardently believing this plan is better than one we could create on our own. Others find purpose in a life guided by spiritual principles or believe the universe conspires in our favor, cheering us on. Having faith in finding and living our purpose takes practice. Recovery in NA provides us with tools to manage our discomfort with trial and error, impossible without plenty of open-mindedness and willingness along the journey. I can't predict the future, but I believe I have one. I will move in a direction and see where the path leads. It's worth staying alive to find out.
Welcome back, everyone. This is November 7th. Uh, and we're here with Carrie C. What's happening, Carrie? What's up, Doug? How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Carrie. Tell us your clean date. Where you attend meetings and give your home group a shout out. My clean date is November 7th, 2020. I am in the um, Outer Banks area and I'm in between home groups, but I'll give a big shout out to the OBX um, recovery. I attend a couple meetings um, throughout the week here. Thank you, Bob. The, you know that's that that's adorable. As we were as we were uh, preparing to to record, the folks uh, need to know you. <laughs> it, it was it was really nice to see Robin, your son, with bananas and grapes to to kind of hang out while you while you do the episode. Awesome. Yes, we have a broken banana. That's the problem right now. Bro- can't have a broken banana, Doug. Carrie, look, I cannot tell you how excited and proud I am of you. Two birthday cakes, man. It went by so fast. It went. Uh, hey, it's been a quick two years, and you've been there since the start. Look, man, it, so so excited to hear what you're. So so so, Carol, let's jump in. Mm-hmm. Can you share your thoughts on purpose and our path forward? Gosh, yes. Um, I wasn't sure I had a purpose uh, two years ago. This time, mm. um, gosh, November third, two years ago, I was in a uh, in a crazy place. Um, a dark place, didn't know up from down. Um, and I'd been in and out of the rooms before and finally, uh, or thankfully, um, and finally uh, found again, we were in the middle of the pandemic or yeah, middle of the pandemic. Um, and zoom meetings, uh, saved my life. Um, I found, um, quite a few of them and jumped on the wolf pack in one, which is where I met you. Um, and you know, this reading was so awesome talking about, um, just, just trying to be patient and um, and having faith that you will find your purpose. Because I feel like, you know, in step four, I learned about all these defects, right? About um, that I want to control things and I am a very type A and I want to know what I'm doing and I want to do it and I want to set a goal and I want to reach it. And, um, you know, recovery has told me, it taught me to, to not really impose much as much of my self-will, but to kind of sit back talk to my higher power and let's let's let my higher power take the wheel here because when I was behind the wheel things things didn't work out that well right so so letting them take the wheel and it's been great um I mean I'm still figuring out my purpose um but I've set some goals I got my nursing license back Mm. um that was huge eight years ago I I got my license taken from me and um I just kind of let it let it sit there let it sit there and um, I got it back. I've done the work. I'm in a program um, of recovery that works. I'm also in a program, uh, the nursing program um, for North Carolina. And um, and I've been released to work. And that's a beautiful wow. thing because I didn't ever, I didn't ever think I'd be able to do that again. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to loosen the reins a little bit and uh, and let my life kind of unfold itself. It talks about a crystal ball. And, um, you know, I still want one of those crystal balls. So if you ever stumble upon a, well, I think, I think when you get 25 years, I think you get one. I don't know. I'm uh, still waiting on mine. I know that's a long fucking ways away. <laughs> well, I'm going to stay in touch and see if you get it. Right. If it comes in the mail. <laughs> let, let, let me dig in on the, on the fact of, and, and I could super relate to that, man, like getting clean. I didn't, there had no clue on what kind of purpose, you know, and as a matter of fact, I don't think I even, 
I don't know if I even desire to have a purpose or, you know, or, or anything like that. Like I got clean, man. I just wanted to stop like hurting for real, you know, and, and try to survive. Like I was obsessed with, you know, commit suicide and all that stuff there. And I, I just did not want to live how I was living, but I don't know if I had a desire for, for purpose or anything. And, and the cool thing about that is like, we don't, we don't just stop like on day one, getting clean. It's not like, you know, the optometrist, how, how, how they'll click the the little thing. It's like, Oh, is this clear? Is this clear? Is this clear? A lot of us like day one, it, it doesn't become clear what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. What, what's that process been like for you? Like, you know, coming in and even, even though you're saying now, like, Hey, I'm really not sure, but you have goals and direction and stuff like that. When did that start to kind of unfold over the last two years? Honestly, probably after about a year, I I finished the steps with my sponsor. Um, I became honest, open-minded and willing, not just, Mm. not just with recovery, but with, but with life, right? With, with, with myself, with other people, mm. um, and really living the steps and, and, and the work that I did. Um, self-acceptance was huge for me. I, I think I was so angry at first and so shameful of what I had done and um, the hurt that I caused mm. that it just overshadowed all the good that can come from it. Now, did I do some fucked up shit? Absolutely. But I can right those wrongs, right? I can raise, you know, I have three kids, five, three, and one. I can raise those kids so that they have some coping strategies that I didn't learn so that they can kind of learn to live life on life's terms as a, you know, probably not my one-year-old, but, you know, we're dealing with big feelings in this house with my three and five-year-old. I mean, we just saw the broken banana, right? I mean, it's crisis, right? So, but I mean, but you know, I didn't have all that growing up. We didn't do a lot of talking, right? We push things mm-hmm. down. We people please. We fit in, kind of thing. And now I'm more about, you know, belonging, and I'm more about um, working through those feelings, talking about it, accepting yourself for who you are, instead of trying to make them what I want them to be or what I think they should be. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, and, and honestly, I mean, I always come, I come back to boundaries, breaking it down to simple, like boundaries for me, help me to get to learn myself again and to know and love and trust myself again, because boundaries, one of my defects is control. I like to control situations, environments, people. I don't, know if, I don't know if too many of our listeners are going to be able to relate to that. I, I don't think I don't so. Know. <laughs> I think I'm a unicorn when it comes yeah, right, to right. <laughs> Look, you know, you have the... <laughs> you have the, 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 the perfect sponsor to guide you through and to, and to, and to help you out with, wow. with yeah, with boundaries and that whole piece and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, could you, could you speak to that? Could you speak to the role of, um, so, so, so you had attempts at, at getting clean. So, so you knew about NA, you knew about the structures of meetings and fellowship and stuff. And then bam, the transition to this virtual space, like, just blew up, right? You blew up. Mm-hmm. So then you're getting clean. So not only are you hitting meetings, you know, in the virtual space now, you 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 link up with a sponsor and stuff. What mm-hmm. if I could ask you, what was like what was different, you know, this time? Like where, you know, with the backdrop of if people are listening and saying, look, man, relapse is a really big part of my story for over and over and over again, you know, X amount of years. 
Like what happened, Carrie? Like what what was the change? Uh me. I was ready. I was I was at the end. I mean, you would think, you know, being in jail, you would think uh getting fired from work, being in re you would think all those things would be enough. But this time I had kids. Um, this time I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um and my husband and I had some words the night before and I just was like, you know, this is stupid. Like I recognize my part in this and my kids don't deserve this cycle. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm one of the first ones in my family. There is a generational cycle of addiction and abuse in my family yeah. of, I can, for that many that are alive, I can, we can only go back to three generations, but I mean, mm. um, I, I just lost my cousin, um, week before last, actually, um, you know, I mean, the addiction does not discriminate. Um, it just doesn't, I mean, he fought his whole life. He's three years older than me. He fought his whole life and he didn't want to die. You know, I mean, we all, we all have been touched by this. Right. So I was ready because I had children that I knew needed me and I needed to be an example for And honestly, I need to be an example for myself. I couldn't be at that point. But now that it's been a couple of years and I kept coming back and I shut up and I listened, you know, and I got a sponsor and a network and all those things, you know, now I can be an example for myself. And that is cool as shit to me. Well, an example for a lot of other people too, watching you get clean. And because check this out, folks, I want you to know this uh, uh, about Carrie. Carrie would, would, would log in and uh, it was a hybrid meeting. And, um, and Carrie, what I, what I saw was kids going on you know, different thing, right? Like that, you know, we, we, yeah. life just doesn't pause, you know, because it's like, Hey, let me hit a minute. But, uh, but you're attentive, participating, talking before and talking after, even, even with the hybrid format, like yeah. you, you, you had made fellowship and letting people get to know you, you getting to know people, you made that a priority that, that fellowship piece, you know, that fellowship to. piece. Yes, sir. I, I mean, I had to, I got pregnant four weeks after I got clean. So I had a big old belly on the meetings and then um, I actually got my nine month chip, um, almost nine months pregnant. It was actually kind of funny uh, anyway, because um, I literally had an N.A. baby. But I mean, even that wasn't part of the plan. So the me I mean, the reading talks about that, about, you know, um, more will be revealed and, and the crystal ball and the planning of things. And I mean, that was a third baby wasn't in my plan. So it just is a testament to what your higher power um, can do for you. Right. And what, um, you know, more will be revealed as, as I hear often, uh, often in the meetings. Look, I, I can't tell you again, just how proud I am to, uh, of you. Let, let me ask you one final question. Okay. And then, and then mm-hmm. I want to jump off here. If so for the, for the, for the addict who's listening, who is still, you know, virtual meetings are still kind of like the anchor of, you know, their recovery. Okay. And they have not yet um, connected or have not yet, you know, opened themselves up, you know, because quite frankly, it, it, it's easy. It's, it's a little easier for us to, to maybe like stop the video, kind of zone out emails, you know, whatever, 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 you know, that, you know, whatever that is. What do you say to that addict who, who, who is there logging in, you know, doing, doing that, but just haven't experienced the freedom that you were able to have. How do we get from, from here to, hey guys, hey, I'm Carrie, you know, you know how you are, bam, connected with us right off the jump. How do we get there? Mm-hmm. 
My suggestion would be uh, to start with um, virtual meetings on the website that that are fate. They call them uh, face to face, where you have to show your, you have to have your camera on, and if you have your camera off, they will pause you and then you get back in that way you just get used to hey this is my hour this is my hour and a half of focus time um and then when they open the chat actually get in the chat force yourself to get in the chat give your name ask some other people and share right it's so daunting and it and it and it can be scary but one of the things that you say that um sticks with me or stuck with me for this whole time is the anecdote to our disease thinking is honest sharing, right? And I think about that all the time because I'm not a big people person. I'm not a big sharer. Look, especially when it comes to all the tough shit I do, right? I mean, nobody wants to share that. Um, But when you're raw, when you're vulnerable, that's when you connect with other people and other people are feeling that way. So it's already hard to connect with people and then you're doing it through Zoom, which puts another, you can look at it as another hurdle. Um, But if you keep your camera on, if you get in the chat, and you just keep talking to people, building your network. I probably have, I've, I've met, I have more of my NA network that are all over the country mm-hmm. now than, than I do local. You know, I mean, I have 10 or 15 numbers local because we just moved um, to the Outer Banks and it's a smaller um, recovery community down here. But I do three or four Zoom meetings a week at all different times. And I probably have 30, 40 numbers of, I mean, I'm talking people in Ireland, Scotland, a bunch of people in Australia. Those are, don't sleep on those Australian meetings. I'm telling you, those are good. Um, <laughs> Go check those ones out. Okay. All, all over. And it's so cool because you get um, so many different tips of so many different people mm-hmm. and they all want to help because they've all been, you know, they, they've all been where we are. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.